I'm Carly, and I play Hollis the Merperson. Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine patients. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I've got some Jasper Spitwhistle, and I feel like there's a there's a bit of a mea culpa that I have to get through at the beginning of my show tonight. Um, well, last time I had been dealing with, well, some loosely defined sleep paralysis related issues and so I had started taking Dr. Spine Ripper's Sleepy Time Go-Go Juice um, just to kind of get me through um, on a day-to-day basis and I did uh, take some of that at the, at the end of the show last time uh, just as a little bit of a, of a, of a pick-me-up and it picked me a little bit too far up by everyone's uh, reactions to the matter. So I have uh, I've been largely off of the stuff for, well, the, the bulk of the last 15 to 20 minutes. So I feel like most of, the t- most of it's passed through my system at this point. And I'm doing wonderful and great. And great and wonderful. So um, for all of you that have expressed some level of concern, who have seen me on the street, and so, you know, just said, hey, you don't look quite yourself. Um, you, f- you seem like you're vibrating out of time and space. And um, also it looks like your teeth are grinding themselves down to a, to a fine paste. I would say thank you very much for noticing all of these issues. I do have a appointment with the orthodontist um, and I am going to be getting full, uh, full caps and uh, just, a, just a full redo, just a full-on grill, really, across the fronts, the uppers, and the bottoms. And um, that'll take more care of most of the pasting stuff. And actually, they were going to grind them down, is the thing you don't understand. When they go ahead and they do that, and they put full veneers on, they go ahead and grind most of your teeth down anyway. So, I mean, I've largely done the work for them. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, a little bit of a refund off the expected uh, bill there. So, I know, it's really not an issue for me whatsoever. So I do appreciate all the concern. It does show that you care quite a deal about me, and I do take that to heart. Um, but I'm doing wonderful. And, um, <laughs> you know, tonight's performance obviously will show you that uh, in spades, of course. Um, so, hey, let's get into it, right? Well, where were we last time? Well, the, the, the brute force was um, apprised of a location of interest within Vrim. There was a storage locker belonging to a multi-beard mark who was kind of a, uh, I guess, a thief. He wasn't a good one. He operated out of a bar uh, with signage and all of this stuff. He had his own cards. He, you could go down to 
the the if you if you if you went down to like the local grocery store, you would go and there'd be a bulletin board in there, and there would be a a, a little placard there for Mark's Discount Thief Services, and you could pull off a little tap and call him up. So the the police knew where he was at any given moment, which is not great for a thief, but he actually didn't steal much of anything, which was his kind of way out of the system. You know, he was a thief that didn't really steal awful much. You know, he gave people information as to how they might steal other things, but he operated within a gray area that so many of us operate in these days. Anyway, with the solid direction of which to go, well, for the first time in quite some time, the brute force was exceptionally excited to get down to that storage locker and see if there were perhaps blueprints as they were promised. Okay, so yeah, you guys are, uh, you're at the storage locker, I suppose. When, it, when I say storage locker, I mean to say that it's effectively an inn, uh, but the inn does have like a pretty solid storage area in the back that does have separated out rooms and uh, you guys have the key to one of those rooms it is cleverly marked with a number seven <laughs> is the the other key we've got is that to a storage locker in a different area not in the same place it doesn't even look like it is a key to any of the same style of doors it looks like it is to a completely different place okay i need to try that down later um since we're here i think let's probably go ahead and just do the one that's in front of us What's your profanity? No, I was just wondering <laughs> if we had both from the same place or not. Yeah, no. Would have been super convenient if they were storage lockers number six and number seven. Yeah, and the thieves were only watching number six. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like right beside each other, but it was fine. <laughs> Isn't that them? No, I don't yeah. think so. They're going to six. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't sound right to me. Let's pop it open. What we got? Okay. Signed pictures of Ken Griffey Jr. How'd you know? <laughs> there's, there's always signed pictures of Ken Griffey Jr. You find 400 cartridges of E.T. for the Atari. <laughs> um, you find rough. a few cases of Billy Beer. <laughs> you find... No. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's mostly just old like pieces of furniture. It looks like it's just... The stuff that you would expect to find in a storage locker. There is a fairly large chest to the back that when you guys clear stuff out of the way and start going through, it looks like it does hold like a lot of documents for different uh, different buildings in the area. And there are some schematics uh, for the dungeons and uh, back entrances and sewer passages and all of these fun things associated with that. The way I think that this should work is we're going to actually maybe use the fate system <gasps> to a certain extent here. Whoa. So there is the there is the ability to there is the ability to have you guys declare things environmental things uh, in this world based upon using fate points. Okay. So you guys can see whatever you may think you would want to see on these schematics. And if you spend a fate point that will and it makes sense that that would be a thing that exists then I am perfectly fine uh, with that being a method that you guys can find uh, ingress into the I palace. I declare. I do declare. A secret passage that leads from this storage locker to Yanov's cell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that would be a great example, John, of a thing that I would say does not make sense right, okay. narratively. Fair enough. So good job with that. I think. Because I remember Mort mentioning us going through the sewers and who doesn't love a Shawshank reference. 
I think there should be a sure. sewer passage to like holding cells. It's 500 yards and full of shit. Andy Dufresne. They want a nail. Okay, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I declare that it's very clean. It's the hand washing sewers. I would say that also. Uh, it's it's important to notice that the sewage system in this uh, this city, as in most cities, uh, is not primarily used for defecation because that's what magic was yes. for. Ha-ha! Now sewers. they are in the process of trying to retrofit it for uh, being able to handle the uh, the the other okay. parts of Hold on a bodily second. movement. Yes, we essentially have unlimited methods to get into the castle with the fate system, and Ray chose yes. uh-huh. crawling through shit. <laughs> I said no, not it's very shit. much not a shit. It's not <laughs> I a shit said sewer. Not shit. Also, <laughs> who doesn't it's love Shawshank? Everyone will pop up behind like from a, like an in-sync poster or something. That's awesome. I declare that there is a cool glass of lemonade. <laughs> a multi-storied trellis that they've used to grow roses or other such vines oh. that we can use as some sort of way to scamper up to an open window. You're establishing a a second floor jailing system, whereas I was thinking a dungeon jailing system. (laughs) Well, I was figuring we'd get into the into the like castle, and then from the castle we'd we'd open the doors and see which one was the prison. Okay. Oh, it's usually the one with all the guards in it. That's well. So I'll just go on up. I'll just climb on up. (laughs) I think we established he was in a dungeon because he was being tortured. So that's probably underground. Well, it's like a dungeon tower and it could have the hidey hole that they pop out of to shoot arrows and you go down the hidey hole and down the spiral staircase and then you're in the dungeon. <laughs> okay, so we go through the sewers to get into the castle grounds. We go up the trellis. <laughs> yeah. We then go back down the tower inside John's it. a team player. I declare a winding slide from <laughs> the castle grounds. <laughs> where we climb up the trellis, I declare there's a big like winding slide into we climb up the trellis and just get on a slide. A slide back, back down straight to the dungeon. Yeah, I like a laundry chute. <laughs> some sort of woodland creature who we can communicate to through gestures, who steals us the keys of the guard. I declare that I throw my arms in the air and yell "Wee!" as I go down the slide. <laughs> Hell yes. As if you do not care. Yeah. <laughs> I declare bankruptcy. All right, I I feel like in retrospect, I might I maybe shouldn't have used the word declare. Um, for some reason, that feels like it was a poor choice on my behalf. I feel like it makes sense if we go uh, like an underground sewer system because it was something that was introduced. Or well, the the other option I thought of is a lot of like castles and stuff have like the bolt hole for the royalty to escape from. And the castle's sure. under siege. So we can see if there's anything like that on the maps as well. I watched Game of Thrones and they didn't want the royalty to escape. They wanted the royalty to die. So I'm worried. I'm worried we're just going to go into the princess kill room from Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, that's less We productive. only need to spend, like, one person needs to spend one fate point, right? For each part of the plan, I guess. Okay. Yeah, it really okay. depends on how much you want to have happen here. So Ray spends one to declare a sewer sure. that leads into the castle grounds, whatever. And then if we want to do the trellis thing, that's a fake point for Patrick. <laughs> do you really want to do the trellis thing out from the sewers into a trellis? <laughs> yeah, it could be like, um, what was that? Uh, what was 
one of the castles you had to do in uh, Zelda on 64, the Forest Temple, where you had to climb up the vines from inside the well to get into the courtyard. We want vines. I declare a trellis. Okay, so the the sewer leads to a well, which has vines outside <laughs> yeah. of it. We yes. climb up the vines, come out of the well, yeah. and we're in the castle court grounds. It's a it's a courtyard for the the prisoners for their one hour allotted yard time. I feel like we're getting off task. That's quite a security risk, I think. Why would it be like a like a practice ground courtyard thing for like squires and stuff to practice their wood swordmanship? Oh no, it's they're just smashing up rocks all day. People being held and tortured in in medieval dungeons don't generally get yard, yard time. time. <laughs> it's just where they're smashing up rocks. Singing chain gang songs. Now, if we're doing Ocarina of Time, I'd like to declare that there is a three-hour horse break in the middle of this <laughs> heist where we have to go and fucking race to go and procure a horse because that's one of the few things I remember of Ocarina of Time. And then go fishing. But fishing must be involved too. I think. I mean, we're in the sewers. Might as well. All right. Here's what I. Here's what I will here's say. Here's what Adam declares. <laughs> here's what I think makes sense. I think it makes sense that the sewers would lead into like deep underneath the castle i do think that there would be like an old bricked over escape route uh that the that like royalty maybe would have used previously i do think it would be okay for that even to be in the dungeon so it's possible that you guys have enough information from the schematics to figure out how to get through the sewers up the back route to uh like to behind a wall basically in the dungeons and maybe even like when they covered this over it was at a time when uh they didn't have a lot of extra uh financial means and so they 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 bricked it over but the the mortar that they used is like it's it's mostly sand and so it's really weak so they weren't counting on a hollis yeah very much there there's a there's a Kool-Aid man option here, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So, uh, look, looks like we can go through the sewers here, here then. And uh, that would lead into the castle. Mm-hmm. And there's some kind of bolt hole thing, which looks like it leads straight to the dungeon. That's very convenient. This is the most efficient plan we've ever come up with on the spot without discussing it for 20 minutes beforehand. I'm kind of, hey, Mort, <laughs> I'm proud of us. It was totally our plan, and mm-hmm. we're very smart. <laughs> uh, you see a trellis on that there blueprint? I never learned how to read them. I love a good t- trellis. It looks like there's a, a trellis that we could use for our escape route. Uh-huh. Oh, that's perfect. It's got a slide attached, I think. Brilliant. So, hey, we're going through the sewers, so they're just straight piping their their dookie away. Is this a dookie? Because we could get hepatitis A. Oh, we haven't. You've been you've been sleeping in the tomb for a while. Uh. Folks around here have been using magic to get rid of the that the nasty that nasty that you're talking about. I don't know what they're doing the now, but they were using magic outside of Deacon the Deacon Sugar Sugar Mine Lands. They were using magic. They weren't yeah, using so I, like plumbing. I think it it used to be a, a dookie pipe until they <laughs> discovered they could do it with magic, sure. and, and and so that's all dried up now. But I think they may start using it as a dookie pipe again. So. There might be a bit of fresh stuff in there. Or there could be like stalagmites and stalactites of dookie. Okay. Um, well, what if we just don't touch the dookie parts? Yeah, stalag might not be a good idea to touch it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm dying. I mean, it's, it's quite, a, 
quite a narrow passage as well. It might be a bit stalactite. <laughs> oh, both of you. I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, you're making me feel sick. No! No, 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 okay. <laughs> this, it's just an applesauce tube. That's all, the only thing in there. Let's go. All right. <laughs> we got a plan. All right. Immediately upon entering, uh, both Leland and Mort uh, snag their arms on uh, nails sticking out of the wall and then fall into some uh, brown duke water. Oh. Sorry. Oh, my linens. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's never going to come out. As you guys exit the... Uh, general vicinity of the storage lockers uh you kind of on the map you could figure that you are just down the street from the nearest sewer entry uh and as you guys approach oh man it's a big heavy manhole cover though oh guys i feel like this is a case in which um these babies are uh needed and she says and she kisses her biceps have you named your biceps by the way is it like uh, thunder and lightning or something? Or? Oh, no, you, no, it's not that, but I definitely have. This one is Flotsam, and this one is Jetsam. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Yes. <laughs> All right, girls, she says to her arms, <laughs> let's do this. I would like to use my athletics to lift this baby up. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Luck's not needed. Well, <laughs> well, I got... Well, that gives <laughs> that. So, five. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have a plus four. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're okay. You did it. Yeah, you did it. You lifted, you lifted this. Boy, you lifted it. Heck yeah. One hand. And she spins it on the top of her finger like a basketball. <laughs> like a basketball? Right. Like a pizza? Because like a basketball would indicate that it's up. Yeah, like a quarter yeah, on the edge of its. Like yeah, a basketball. That's, that's dope. It's hella dope. I wasn't sure if it was flat like a pizza. Nah. That no, that's that's like level one. Hollis is far beyond that. Oh yeah, she's transcended. <laughs> All right, you guys make your way down into the sewers, and it is, you know, it's not bad for a sewer. You know, I mean actually you guys have probably not been in a lot of sewers before. Oh, I've been down in some I get I get up in them pipes. It's a little stagnant, but it's not like it's not smelly down here. Anything. If I'm being honest, the entire ocean is kind of like a sewer. So eh, I'm fine. Oh, what a sad statement about the state of the world. Um, this, <laughs> that, that's well, it's just because that's where the fish poop. Yeah, I mean, just everyone just goes. That's true. That Hey, that's true. Well, that I like you kind of, I mean, y'all kind of, you know, before magic, before you worked at the magic thing, it was just all straight into my home. Yeah, that's the kind. That's the part that kind of bummed me out. Can we just do a quick quorum that none of us are going to void in this sewer right now? Because it's—I don't think it's the place or the time. And I—I I know I'm in my skin suit, but it's just not. I don't think it's a super cool thing to do in front of your friends. That's just me. Yeah, no, that's nasty. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we have a quorum. Adam, mm. are there any, or can I roll a notice to see if there are any rats? Well. Um, you can absolutely roll a notice. I will tell you, it is dark down here, and, um, at this point, I'm going to- vampire vision. Sure. Did you, like, put anything on your character sheet that had anything to do with low-light vision? <laughs> Probably not. Because I don't really remember that conversation. No, I didn't. But- Yeah. But I am, according to my son, a creature of the night. Sure. 
Uh, yeah. Is it night at the moment or is it day? Well, I mean, you're under underground, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's night. Because at night, my notice is increased by one. Okay. So maybe you do have night vision. Maybe that does make sense then. Maybe that's how that, maybe that's why that is. Maybe that's why that be. My physique and my notice are increased by one. But in direct sunlight, they're both decreased by one. Mm. Uh, so, two. Nope, no rats. Damn it. Okay. A lot of cockroaches. Oh. Rat-sized cockroaches, but no ah! rats. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big cockroach. Can I confirm that the cockroaches are uh, on the ground and not flying at us? They are not flying, but they are also not purely on the ground. They're on the ground. They're on the walls. I mean, you know how cockroaches be. I don't, I don't like any of that. They're, the cockroaches aren't going to hurt us. They're our friends. They are hissing slightly, but I mean, they just do that. I would like to reach into one of my wrapping holes and bring out one of my little shake powders and just give the cockroaches some sugar. I think we should we could come up with a different word than wrapping holes. Like I said, <laughs> like pockets. <laughs> so you sprinkle some sugar on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. The cockroaches that are near it kind of like climb on over and then they start scurrying around and then some come down from the walls and start crawling over those roaches. Are they big enough for us to ride? Mm, they're rat size. So how big are you again? We could strap them to our feet like roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could ride a swarm of them. <laughs> uh but yeah boy there's a lot of there's a lot of roach activity in this in the sugar down area you've got going on here so i just throw a couple more packets of sugar far away to let them roach it out yeah they uh they scurry along in that direction i give my teammates a thumbs up you solve the roach riddle got rid of them roaches good job leland okay um Cammy does not have night vision. I don't think she, I don't think she is a creature of the night, but she is in her human form. And I think some would mm. say that compared to her fur form, that is much more a creature of the night than <laughs> I would say that she's more accustomed to dark spaces when she's wearing her skin. With that being Disagree. said, okay. With that being said, can can Cammy roll to notice any other uh, fauna? Apparently, that <laughs> we're coming up on any other obstacles. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. She rolled a four. Okay, yeah. Uh, so as you guys are kind of like slowly making your way uh, into the sewer in the direction that you guys know that you have to uh, proceed to make it to this uh, back route down into the dungeons, it's pretty like level and stable. I mean, you don't see much in the way of um, any sort of bad creatures or anything there. Occasionally you'll see more of these uh, cockroaches, uh, but it just seems like it's just local underground infestation of insects at this point. You eventually come out to a, a bigger like aquifer basin area that you are going to have to make your way across. Uh, there is a ladder going down. Uh, the uh, passageway continues along on the other side. There is no ladder going back up to the passageway on the other side. But there is a trellis. <laughs> there is a trellis. Um, there is an under underground trellis going on. Um, I guess we climb climb up. Uh-oh. <laughs> the trellis is no, it's pretty it's a pretty so, it's a pretty solid trellis. You make it. Congratulations. I slowly I slowly peek my head up to make sure the coast is clear. 
Uh, yeah, so as you guys are continuing on, it's, uh, I mean, the path also looks pretty pretty solid. There's not a lot going on down here, uh, but you do notice that there are some markings on the wall farther down along this path on the other side of the aquifer. Um, and they just look like uh, a language that you don't understand and some rudimentary arrows pointing in the direction you are going. So uh, I guess we'll carefully follow the arrows. I I don't suppose any of you can read this, can you? An arrow? Yeah, it's pointing that away. No, no, the the <laughs> other bits. You've got some life experience, haven't you? Mind you, I guess I've probably got more as you were trapped in a tomb for 200 years. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was trapped there. I can't read this. I don't suppose you can read this, can you, Hollis? Is this merfolk language by any chance? You can roll a lore. Yeah, anybody can roll a lore if they want to try to decode this i do have one in lore actually okay okay uh two uh from two you can get uh you can kind of understand a little bit this is um this is not a language that you have seen before but you have seen a language that shares some of the uh it's it's like it's like you know one romantic language and so this is written in a different one uh, mm. So it it shares a little bit of the same roots uh, with some of the stuff that you, you've seen. You can't really make it out. Um, what you can see, though, is something that like you are guessing says welcome and you are guessing says feast. Oh, mm. wonderful. There's a feast up ahead. Whoever wrote this seems very friendly. Oh, but hey, what if we're the feast? Ah. I just thought I just thought of that. What if what if we're the feast? Um, that's that's a good point. I mean, we're fearsome adventurers. I'm sure we can handle anything that's that's coming our way. I'm just saying, let's just let's just proceed with caution with the idea with the idea in our heads that we might be the feast. So maybe let's go like tiptoe through the tulips. Uh, are you suggesting there, Mort, that you want to go to a feast in the sewers? That that sounds like a good idea and also appetizing to you. It depends what they're serving, really. Oh, oh, Mort, buddy. Uh, we keep going carefully, slowly. Okay, you keep going carefully. Uh, before you get too awful far, you do hear, uh, like the sounds of conversation coming from deeper down the way that you're going. Uh, and as you guys kind of get to the edge of Mort's, I guess, vision as the probably got the best vision for the dark down here. Uh, Mort, you do see uh, it looks like a very small gathering. There's probably six or seven people sat around a couple of different uh, tables. And oh. they do look like they're having some sort of little just a communion meal. A sewer here. feast? A sewer feast, it would seem. Do they look like guards? Do they look friendly? It's tough to tell. Uh, they're... Uh, they they do not look like guards. Uh, they are all pretty disheveled uh, in appearance. They're wearing mostly rags, I guess what you would say. Uh, but, I mean, but you did find him in the sewer. So, sewer you know, can't judge too awful much. Do they look armed? Uh, they don't look armed. Do you guys want me to maybe stand in front while you uh, uh, try to communicate with them? At Sure. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, like I'm big. Yeah, I, you're very intimidating. I'm not sure it would stop them eating us if that was their plan. Ah, you're like, you know, you're a vampire. You'll just eat them. That's true. Oh, I mean, you're a shark. You could eat them too. Listen, I told you that I don't do that thing. Uh, that's that's true. Yes. 
I mean, either do I yet. Oh, oh she she pats you condescendingly on the shoulder. Uh okay, so she kinda like gets get yup, oh, excuse me, just moving moving past and moves past everyone, get in the front is and then clears her throat. <clears throat> uh hello what I hope are gentle folk. Oh oh gosh, okay. Uh don't don't eat us, oh great shark lord of the underground. Oh, I like I like the ring of that. I mean no I am not going to eat you. Uh but god guys, I've never been a god before. What are you supposed to do in this situation? Oh man, I wish Ezra was here. He would know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello there. Having a little feast, are we? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there ain't a whole heck of a lot to eat up there, so, you know, we come down and just started foraging as you would, and you're welcome to, if you'd like some, something to eat, we got plenty. Sewer, from sewer food? Well, well, I mean, yeah, there's not... Not a lot up there, though. There's uh, the the sewer do provide, though. That's not a saying that <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> that's a saying that that's a saying down here. Uh, well, to each their own. What you eating? Well, it's a little bit of of roast uh, sewer fish. Well, I mean they're not quite fish. They taste like fish. Roast sewer fish, what we call them. Uh, are they are they cockroaches? Well, I mean, technically, yes, they are cockroaches, but I would say to you that there is a there's a bounty of protein down here within these sewers, and um, you know, hey, well, who are we to to turn our nose up if the great sewer provides? Yeah, yeah, let me get in on that. She says and walks over to them. Uh, all right, Hollis, they hand you a, a skewer that has uh, a de-legged and decarapist roasted, uh, well, sewer fish. A.K.A. cockroach on it. She kind of eyes it a little bit and then gives it a little, just a little, little tiny lick with her, the end of her tongue. And then it's like, eh, it's not bad. <laughs> Throws it back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they don't have, they don't have much in the way of, of like other things to season it with down here. But somehow somebody brought butter because they've obviously buttered this thing up, <laughs> which is nice. Now, uh, can you tell me, how exactly did you manage to get that on a stick? Because we were trying with some chicken a while back and we just couldn't get <laughs> couldn't it to work. It it's tied right on there, actually. That's the thing that you don't think of. You just tied it right oh, on the string. Oh, it's just tied. Right. Anyway, what brings y'all down here? So I assume it's the same as us, just a want and hunger. Oh, no, we're on a more of a prison break uh, situation here. We're going to go on up into the dungeon and rescue a friend of ours who, well... We suspect is in the prison, so we're going to bust them out. And then we'll be back down through the sewer for, I guess, feast round two. Yeah, we'll be back in time for dessert, I should think. What's dessert? <laughs> well, we got a type of fudge, if you oh, believe it or not. No. no. Adam, Adam, you're, you're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up for it. Oh, so, uh, what's your names, by the way? All of you. What are all of your names? <laughs> Well, my name's my name's Yates. Uh, you can call me Yates, and um, you know I kind of run things around here. Everyone else, believe it or not, they are all cool, Craig. Pretty mute, mute right now. I don't know most of their names. We kind of met on an informal basis. They did um, lose most of the feeling in their tongue because we tried to cook and eat some of the early test runs of these 
cockroaches and you know you really gotta just make sure they're good and got before you stuff them in your mouth we did find out um so anyway they've got some <laughs> envenomation of the tongue so you might just have to be talking to me kind of for now um anyway yeah uh getting into a dungeon huh you know i got some friends that might be uh stuck in a dungeon if uh if you know you might have a little extra time to help them Help a little fella out. Uh, Absolutely, you know, I could, uh, that's my job. I could to help people. I can make I can make it worth your while. I got I got all types of cockroaches. You know, full access down here. Uh, what are they in for? Uh, well, um, believe it or not, every one of them falsely accused. That Ain't that just a, the way? That is a tragedy. Isn't it the way? Every one of them falsely accused. Uh, well, the one that really bugs me the most is my, my brother. Now he was, um, well, they say he's a were donkey in that he, uh, you know, changes into a donkey and has people ride him around and like, doesn't, that's a whole, that's a myth. First of all, that's a myth. There's nothing wrong with that. It was a costume party and everybody was on the no and, um, he had no were donkey anyway. So if you, if you see, if you see Jimmy, uh, that's my brother. You could say maybe save him. All your other friends are they all also like sex criminals? Uh, weird kink sex criminals. Well, that's not a sex crime, so well, to speak. Yeah, don't don't kink shame, Cammy. What? Yeah, I'm come not on, Cammy. Kink shaming, but <laughs> I'm in not... I'm in armpits. Is that a sex crime? I mean, yeah, that that one yeah, kind of is. All the people that have sniffed your armpits have been consensual. <laughs> you were very clear about your armpit needs. <laughs> hey, uh. How's how's he being treated up there? They letting him out in the yard. He got books to read. They, is there any sort of rehabilitation? Well, here's the wild thing. The wild thing is, is that they do not tend to give us too much information on anybody that is imprisoned in the dungeon. I will tell you that they, uh, there's not much in the way of, of, of yard time, so to speak. I uh, actually did come down here originally trying to look for maybe some sort of a egress or ingress into the dungeons but you know i just couldn't find it to save my life i looked all over the place and then i realized that this place was just brimming with nature's bounty the cornucopia of of feastable protein that is the mighty and noble cockroach uh so i just kind of stuck around for a bit but I mean, I could help you all out if you're looking. Uh, if you're looking around the place, I can tell you where, <laughs> where I've been and where you don't need to be. Well, I'd like that, and you got my word. We're gonna let all these boys out because I tell you what, the goal of prison should be rehabilitation, should not be punishment. If all we do is punish people and then we let them out, they're just gonna end up right back in there. Cause that's why the rate of recidivism is up above ninety percent. We got to use our prison systems to rehabilitate these people, give them life skills, give them hope. If we're just keeping them in the dungeon, poking them in the rear end with pokers and hitting them with porcupines and all the stuff that goes on, hell, that ain't good. Let's turn them loose. That's what I say. Well, that 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 statement does reek of some uh, some personal experience there, uh, Leland. Well, yeah, when when people got in trouble at Deacon Sugar Mines for doing things they weren't supposed to, hell, we didn't hit them with a cat of nine tails. We sat down and explained to them why, listen, if you ain't helping your common man, you're doing wrong things. And now you're thinking, hey, why was he cursed? He sounds like a real great guy. Well, child labor. So I was explaining to them as adults, and the spell went awry. The spell, again, the spell was not to make them children. The spell was to make them tiny so I could pay them less. Which, again, you might think a crime, but they loved being tiny. If you don't have to hunch down to get in a mine to do your work, 
then your back isn't going to get kyphotic and you're not going to get stress factors from hunching over because you're short in stature, but you're big in heart and in spirit. On a, but the spell backfired on account of the fact that I hired some ig- ignoramus. So all I'm saying is let's break these fellers out of prison. Ain't that just the way? Huh. A tale as old as time. Mort starts a slow clap. <laughs> and looks around to see if anyone else is going to join in. No, we don't... We don't do that down here. We don't. We don't do the slow clap. Everybody then eventually starts clapping thing down there. This is. We are not a people of a lot of rules, but one rule we do have is that we don't do the slow clap. Yeah, that's um, of course naturally. We all agreed that day one. Well, listen, it's been real. It's been real nice, you guys. I, I did salt up and dry a little bit of the cockroach meat. If you want a little cockroach jerky for your trip, uh, you know it does. It does keep pretty good. Uh, it's real salty, real good. Uh, no, uh, for I'm me. Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, hit me. She opens her, her pocket. <laughs> all right, I'll get you a little bit. I'll get you a little pouch. Don't worry. Don't you worry about that. Um, all right. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I, I, you guys keep on going this way. You're going to hit what I felt for a certain amount of time might have been a real suspect area. Uh, there's a, there's a wall down there. That's uh the, the mortar, just a different color than all the other mortar around it. It looks real suspect. Uh, like it was put in in a later time, but I tell you, I, I did beat upon it with all of my fists and feet and, uh, just for a hot minute, but I was, uh, I was real weak because I got a little bit of the, a little bit of the roach, uh, madness. And so I don't, I don't really know. Maybe, uh, maybe y'all have a little bit more help than I, than, than I did, but, um, you know, just head on, head on down that direction. You might find it, uh, by going on until the, till the, till the passage reaches a dead end. Oh uh, yeah, we, we sure do have help. She says flexing her muscles. Lots of jetsome. It's a, it's a, today is our day. She just starts running. <laughs> she starts running down the passage. Cammy's jogging to try to keep up. Uh, because Cammy has All a very right. heavy book on her back and not very athletic, she basically runs like uh, an anime girl with asthma, is what she sounds like. <laughs> Mort is running, but if you could only see him from like the waist up, it would look like he was just gliding. Leland is not moving. He turns to Jimmy and goes, Hey, or what's this feller's name? He's not Jimmy. His brother's Jimmy. Yates. Hey, Yates, you want to see something crazy as hell? Watch this. And he's just going to stand still, but as everyone gets further away, his, like, navel comes out as if he's being pulled by an invisible <laughs> string. He goes, huh? Huh? And his, like, feet are just sliding. He's just sliding forward with it. He's like, it's part of my curse. <laughs> it's the curse equivalent of just freaking healing. <laughs> yeah. We need to get Leland some healies. We do. He's he's curse sketching. Le- Leland, what? What the heck was that? Wait, what was what? what? What did you just do then? Well, I'm cursed with, with you. Well, I technically y'all are cursed. There's a curse somehow that exists between <laughs> us. I'm not sure if I'm the cursed one or you're. We're all cursed together. And if you get, we got, it's a proximity curse. Um, I hadn't worked out exactly how far, as long as there's one of you near Regardless, y'all went and I stayed and I knew I'd get zip zop zooey down through you know. That's how it worked. I can't I can't just go off on my own. I can't go and eat delicious rock candies and smoke and eat candied cigarettes down on the dock with creepy Steve. I gotta be with you guys. <laughs> I wanna eat rock candy. I can't eat it unless you're eating rock candy. 
Okay. On that note, <laughs> Hollis is, when she gets closer to the wall, she's gonna, like, go to bodily check wherever she thinks that this, the, the weaker point is, and yell, Catch the way! <laughs> Is that nice. her all-time? Is that her all-time catchphrase? Now? Yeah, that's her catchphrase when she's uh, running into things. I think that's her. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? I think that that is her WWE call to power. Do you smell the rock candy? Are you? So you just throwing a shoulder into this thing? Oh yeah, I'm like throwing my whole self into the thing. Okay, uh, yeah. So you hit the area where the mortar looks like a little darker than uh, the area next to it. Uh, and you just blast through this wall entirely. <laughs> it is weird though because it, uh, when you when this happens, the uh, the wall next to it also completely shatters into a billion pieces uh, because you hit the you hit the strong part of the wall as opposed <laughs> to the weak part, uh, and you still went through it. <laughs> this is a very old area, obviously. Like the this is a thinner and more narrow. Uh, passageway than the one that you've been in it's not obviously not meant to be part of the sewers uh, and it does go upwards instead of downwards where most of the sewer has been traveling down so i look at all of our friends and say sure it would be nice if we had a wizard here to make us just a little bit smaller to fit through this passageway a little easier <laughs> huh all right well hollis is like mad flexing she's got veins sticking out from her forehead just <laughs> i gotta get it out or else i'm it, the lactic acid is gonna is gonna build up and it'll get real so <laughs> just let me finish my oh, okay okay oh, all right you, you okay now yeah, actually I'm, I'm doing great that was fun <laughs> it was very impressive oh, thanks <laughs> okay i think i think we i think we head upstairs right or we head up the slope or whatever is yeah it's up a slope okay and the passage does narrow slightly but it's not too bad for anyone that's not hollis hollis you're like touching both sides of this uh-huh. uh, of this pass and you're walking sideways and you're touching both sides. you may be wider sideways though so i don't know uh, who knows no no she's definitely yeah wait she's she's definitely wider face on because of the hammerhead yeah so, uh, yeah, you guys are, but you're making it through and you guys get a pretty decent way into this and you can see that there's another wall, uh, ahead of you guys that is kind of also looks like it's the same sort of newer wall than, than the other wall where it's something that they have walled over recently in this time where the, the mortar was a little different. You, uh, got another one in you, Hollis? You good to go again? Oh boy. Uh... Give me one sec. She reaches into her satchel and slams down the cockroach jerky. It's like, I just needed some protein. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take a running start and and throw myself at this one. All right. Well, there's not really much way to running start because you would be like having to like okay. jog sideways type of thing. Uh, so this one, I do need you to roll me a athletics or maybe a physique because this is just a pure, pure power. Oh, yeah. It's physique. Yeah. You did it. Smash a smash a crash. You know what? Instead of like running, she's just gonna like like start pushing and you know those like where she her face is getting redder and redder the mm-hmm. more she's pushing and her muscles like reach a second stage where they're they're like they're bulging, but then they hit this point and they bulge even bigger <laughs> <laughs> like in an anime. 
your mullet turns uh, blonde, your yeah. eyes turn yeah. blue. It sticks up. The whole, Straight. yeah. I do think the whole wall just like, you start like rocking it to at a certain point where it's like, it's starting to give a little bit and it's working against itself. And then the whole thing uh, shatters and tumbles in. The wall breaks away and what opens up ahead of you, it, it looks like a parapet, like not the top of parapet, like what do you, whatever you call it, the, the, like the innards like a of, a, of a tower. Kind of a thing? Yeah, like a, like, yeah, it is a spiral staircase okay. leading up uh, a tower. Oh. And down a tower, I should say. So there's an up and a down in this So you're tower. not at the base. Okay. There's an up and a down. Yeah, you are not at the base. Uh, I guess a dungeon would be down, right? Yeah, but I'm kind of curious what's up top. You know, like, what, what prisoners are they keeping at the top of the dungeon tower? Leland, do you want to stick your head out the window and see if there's a trellis on the outside? <laughs> That's like, I mean, you're into that, right? I do indeed. Trellises, armpits, and a foot. Just one? Uh, Leland, you step out into this uh, this tower to try to step onto uh, the spiral staircase, and you go ass over tea kettle up into the air and land on the, uh, well, basically the ceiling staircase. You know, it's spiraling up. You land on the underside of the stairs above you, and oh. gravity has completely flipped for you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Hollis grabs onto a railing and is like hugging it for dear fucking life. <laughs> this is moon bounce rules. Everyone, we're playing moon bounce rules. What, what's that? I don't know. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think gravity has gone a little bit fucky wucky and I think we've got to roll with it. Um, and so I think we just have to be ready to like catch ourselves. I think we need to keep our hands over our heads and our feet firmly on the ground. So we're either going to handstand or we're going to be looking like an idiot in an X pose. Just to give you a good idea as to scale here, the distance between the stairs and the ceiling is about 14 to 15 feet. Yikes. I would say it is pretty wide. So, uh, so Leela did have a bit of a spill when he went. Uh, flip it up uh, onto the, I guess, stairs. From a mechanical perspective, it doesn't change things too much to have gravity flipped. It's just you are walking on the ceiling instead of the floor. When you walk down the ceiling staircase, you're walking up the tower, basically. But, yes, the gravity has changed in this particular tower. You don't know if that is a permanent thing. You don't know if that is... Uh, going to continue to be that way what does like a little cartwheel type thing to try and land on the ceiling on his feet roll me an acrobatics like a little springy flip type thing i've just got neutral wait no i haven't i've got minus two Cammy, you lied to me. You said that magic wasn't a thing anymore. Look, Hollis, I was going from the information I had. Um, it looks like some some fuck shit's happening here. Yeah, I'm magic. Oh, that, yeah. It's just, uh, some magic is... It's complicated. It's very complicated. Uh, so hold on a second. We do have to resolve. We do have to resolve the fact that Mort did just cartwheel with a negative two. Uh, so, Mort, Mort oh, you do no. try to cartwheel your way out uh, and, like really subtly land on the ceiling, I guess, basically. Uh, but what happens is as you go out through this like new brick broken uh, facade, like your cape is not something that you have really gotten used to trailing behind you. Your cape gets caught as you go through this opening on one of the rocks and then it just catches and you are slammed against the wall uh, and you are kind of hanging not too far off the ground there, but the, your your cape is stuck and you're hanging against the wall uh, pointing towards the ceiling. 
technically, but you are, yeah, you are being suspended by cape at this point. Help! Unhook me! No, what was Can that? That's you... kind of, you're not being very clear. It's hard to hear you with all the choking. Okay, uh-huh. I'm pointing to my neck. Hollis is trying to hold on to something and also reach out to try to help pull him up. Yeah. Uh, so like you, you're holding on to. There's not a lot to hold on to, but like you can brace yourself in this corridor because you are so wide. Like if you turn a little bit sideways, like your shoulders are like on each side of. The, uh-huh. Like, because you are, you've not entered into the tower proper yet. You're still in the corridor, so yeah. if you can't stand a little bit more sideways, like you can like kind of brace yourself with your arms and and try to reach up and like snag his uh cloak okay, loose. I'm going to do okay. that. Sure, I'm let's roll, roll a athletics for that. That sounds like an athletic thing. Ooh, baby. Uh that is 5. Okay, you do this thing and when you unhook his cape, uh you also can kind of like grab it and like let him down a little slowly. When the cape comes loose, the brick that was kind of holding it in like snaps and falls uh, and you catch it with your other hand right before it lands on Cammy. Boy, you just did a lot of good things right here. <gasps> nice. Oh, and she's got like one leg up holding herself. It's like embedded in the wall. She's got one hand snagging this brick. The other one holding on to they're going in opposite directions. <laughs> one holding on to the cape and she's got her teeth biting on the edge of the <laughs> The, the broken wall, like, oh. <coughs> Thanks, Alice. You can put me down now. <laughs> you said the drop was like 14 feet, right? Yeah. And Leland's like six feet tall, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, Cammy is not a very large uh, woman when she is in skin form anyways, um, but I feel like she could pop back into her like tight 20-pound fox form for a second, and then just ask if Leland can basket catch her real quick. You don't need to be a human at this point, do you? You could just be fox girl. Yeah, Cammy's going to be a fox as much as possible. So now that we're away from guard zones, um, probably until we go down into dungeon when we are guard zones. But, um, hey, Leland, can you just like arms, can you just, yeah, do, can you do the thing and catch it? Okay, wee! And then she just goes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna guess I'm gonna try and catch her. What do I need to roll for a catch? <laughs> um, I athletics. I guess I'll try to catch her. Ain't gonna be good. How does a zero do? <laughs> Can I use my notice to, to, to try to deftly go directly into his arms? I mean, you did kind of leave it to him there. Dang it. I mean, the first baseman doesn't have to be good if the throw is right on line. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. So you uh, you toss right. yourself, and uh, he does catch you, but he underestimated your size, I guess, and uh, did kind of like fall a little bit in the process. He does manage to keep you from smashing into uh, the stairwell, but uh, you guys kind of go ass over tea kettle again and fall down a handful more stairs. Leland. <laughs> Leland, you break your neck and you're dead again. Well, I'm dead I'm again. No. <laughs> uh, but Leland, you do, uh, you do, you do twist something a little bit in your ankle there. So you are going to be uh, dealing with a complication of a twisted ankle. All right, all right, come on. We we are running out of time. We've got to get to the dungeon like uh, yesterday. Hold on, now I got to hitch him the giddy up. 
Well, to cut through the, the jargon there a little bit, um, a hitch in your giddy-up is when you kind of sprain your ankle, you tweak it a little bit, and you've got kind of a weird gait after that, right? Um, which honestly won't even be in the top five list of things that the Brute Force will be dealing with over the course of the next five minutes, if I'm being completely honest with you. For those of you who have read the Deacon family historiography, which, I mean, it's probably most of you, the ones of you who are literate, the ones that are not literate surely have heard someone tell the tales at this point. Now what's coming up at this point for Leland? This was one of the first moments when his curse really started acting out upon him. And I mean, I will be completely honest, I glanced through, I browsed through the histography. Um, I didn't really give it the fine reading that probably it necessitated, because I knew Leland, that I interacted with him over, the, over my times at, uh, with the brute force. You know, I, I feel like it skipped a lot of the important beats of his story. Um, when I did skim through it, it, it just be sick. Yeah, and the, the ghostwriter that they hired for the family historiography was there's so many directions they could have gone you know plenty of people were offering their services and you know they, they went with what i would consider a bargain price histographer and i mean they did kind of get what they paid for so there's a lot in there that you may think is the gospel truth of the family deacon um, but you come to find out from those who have first-hand knowledge not actually the way a lot of those things went so anyway, um, do, do, do join us next time as we continue on with the story of the Brute Force and, well, I mean, it's the moment, isn't it? I mean, it's going to get all types of bloody up in there really quickly and um, you don't want to miss that. So that will be next time here at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your Minotaur bartenders and I will see you next time. I declare... That was a great episode. I, de I declare we don't need to declare things anymore formally. I don't know. I I really like the sort of getting just eight different hands in the pot, stirring it around, no gloves, just really getting in there, squishing it between our fingies, really going to town on the this, these blueprints and just the schematics of uh, this world. I think everything we say should start with I declare. <laughs> I declare that Mort says hello. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be like it's gonna be like Simon says, and if you don't say I declare before it, then I'm just gonna ignore that you. Have, yeah, I'm gonna ignore that you even suggested it. Can we say I declare with the same energy of to be fair from Letterkenny? Yes, and you can also throw in a do. If you throw in a do in the middle between I and declare, it gets a lot like oh. more Southern Belle. I do declare. Yeah. If you do it that way, then like a little bit of throw a little pepper on your steak. You're you're doing all right right there. Yeah, it veers dangerously towards mint julep territory, which I love. Like, if your name's Claire, you can tell people that that is who you are. Say, I declare. I declare. Oh, yeah. If your name is Blair St. Clair. Hmm. <laughs> what if your name is Claire okay. and, you start, uh, and you start a new dance trend on TikTok and you call it The Claire or The Claire, you know, after yourself, right? Sure. And then everybody be everybody could be like, I do declare, you know? And then that's saying it's this thing now. What if you do yeah. that dance while you're eating a chocolate eclair? You say, I do declare with my eclair. No. I do the I do the eclair clair. No, it's not. I don't know about that one. Uh, what if you are a, a youth that's very into TikTok culture, but you work at Claire's at the mall mm, and your name yeah. is Claire? And you're Your on break. Claire. I'm Claire at Claire, Claire, and I declare. 
yeah. but I do declare. And you played the clarinet. <laughs> so here's the thing about this episode that I really enjoyed. Uh-huh. All of it. It was fun. I liked when Hollis Kool-Aid Man threw through through two walls. I think she should do it more often. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think we should all get really comfortable with Kool-Aid Manning. Just as a society. I don't think it happens nearly enough anymore. Sure. You know, somebody asked me the other day, is the Kool-Aid Man the glass container or the Kool-Aid inside? Which one of those is the Kool-Aid man? I think that's a a combination. It's both. I don't know. I think it's the juice. I think you could put him in a different like shaped uh, container and he would still be the Kool-Aid man. I have to believe that. I have to believe. Which is you, your skin or your bones? Okay. All right. All right. All right. But like when he comes in, you see him slosh. But is your blood you? Because the juice is his blood, right? I don't know. I don't think his juice is his blood. Like, if you spill your blood on the ground, you don't go, oh, look, that's me on the ground. Right, but if, a, if you... If you spill it in the corner, you don't go, that's me in the corner. <laughs> that's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. <laughs> All right, but if you, if you like... Okay, so I had a, I had a, a kid that I knew when I was a kid that... Uh, which makes sense, you know. We we're both what a kids weird at the time. time to know a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's really fucked up, but he had an extra bone to the point where he would tell oh, everyone yeah. he had this extra bone in his leg, and so he had it surgically removed, and he got to keep it. Now, did he look at this jar that had a little floaty bone in it and say, "Hey, there's me"? No, he, he might didn't. Have done. You know what? He probably did. He was kind of a weird kid. I I believe the Kool Aid Man is the juice, and I stand by that. Um, uh, you know what else I stand by? I stand by the listeners that leave reviews. <laughs> like, hey, that's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, like this one by uh, Sir Fox and Crow. Oh, Sir Fox and Crow is the title by Foxen underscore Crow. Love this podcast. Love the cast and characters, especially Cammy. Spellcheck needed. You did need it, but it's okay. I know what you're talking about. These guys really know how to immerse you in a story and keep you laughing the whole way through and have kept me entertained on many an adventurous road trip. Mucho appreciation for you all. Hell yeah, Fox and Crow. It's great. I think it's very likely that that was uh, a real bad misspelling and they meant uh, Shiver. They probably meant Shiver. I don't think they meant Shiver. I I, I think the name has a fox in it. I'm going to go ahead and assume that everyone's name that has a fox in it is a huge Cammy fan, even if you haven't left a review yet, but... You should. A must for all pie connoisseurs by Mage underscore G4. One of my all-time favorite podcasts. Uh, this person is obviously British because they used a U in favorite. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, few podcasts make me laugh as consistently as this one. Adam is a master storyteller, and the cast go out of their way to try and screw that up for him. From flesh bags to fox girls, mummies to merfolk, there's something for everyone. Pie on the crust side. You know what? He was British. That review came from United Kingdom. Oh, and so did the first yeah. one. They're both from the UK, which is rare. So it's worth celebrating your brothers across the pond. We are, we are convinced that uh, John is out doing viral marketing. I think John is going to uh, be the new Banksy. I think he's just tagging buildings with the Brute Force logo. What do you um, mean the new Banksy? <laughs> I've been Banksy the whole time. I see. Banksy, stop. <laughs> Here's the thing he doesn't he, he where he puts them in he puts those posters up he puts those posters up only in only in lifts oh. um, he drives up to places he pops open his lorry inside sure. uh, 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 the bonnet there's a <laughs> I, I put them on paper and I stick them on the lift door so when the lift doors open it rips in half and makes it worth <laughs> even more money 
I completely forgot the English slang term lift and I thought you were talking about the ride sharing service. I got the rest of them, but I really did think you were talking about the ride sharing service <laughs> for most of that. Mm. And then I was very confused as to why you were approaching a lift driver and then going into their bonnet. It seemed like a taboo. I mean, it, it works. The bonnet is on a car. You have a bonnet on a car, but you don't have a bonnet on an elevator. So, who knows? <laughs> it's a mystery. The world's a mystery. a mystery. You know what else? Who knows? Who knows? Where GeekyCon's going to be this year? Uh, oh, can I answer this one? You can try. Um, I think it's going to be in Miami. No. Oh. Uh, I got. Can I? Can I? Can I guess? Can go I on, guess? Have a go. I think it's going to be in Wichita Falls, ooh, ooh, okay. Close. Okay, I got it. Kansas. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, then uh, this year, GeeklyCon 2020 is going to be in Belarus. That's right. <laughs> we'll keep that secret as well. I don't believe you guessed it. No, that's that's actually 2021 is in Belarus. Oh. That this year, it is going to be in Columbus, Ohio again, from the 16th to the 19th July. You've been telling us it was Belarus all year long, and in, <laughs> come to find out it's in Columbus. I can't believe that we fell for your Belarus. Oh, fuck. Okay. I don't like the joke anymore. I don't like it. When is this episode going to be released, boys? Because I think it might be John Cockle's birthday when this is released. It, it's possible my birthday's on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so whenever you listen to this, in the future, in the past, um, in your car, wherever If it's the Thursday, are, wish me happy birthday. <laughs> John's birthday's every, every Thursday. Every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> He's the oldest living human being because his birthday's every single Thursday. Every 52, to every 52 birthdays, you get that special Thanksgiving birthday, though. <laughs> That's really nice. Except we don't have Thanksgiving over here, so... No, it's just a normal birthday just a normal Thursday birthday, for you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> normal birthday Thursday. Let me tell you, when you have 53 birthdays a year, boy, do they get boring. And the the quality of presents goes down significantly as well. By the time you're up around, like, your 40th birthday, they're like, uh, here's, like, a pack of gum. <laughs> you, weren't even, you weren't even a year old at that point. <laughs> you weren't a year old? No, I, I mean, your 40th birthday in a year. Oh, oh, you're 40. So you're so you're saying like your your 2000th birthday. Yeah, something like that. I haven't done the math. But you're a math teacher, so I assume that you knew it instantly that it was my 2000th. Birthday. I have a pretty good feeling. I have a pretty good feeling that this entire Thursday birthday conversation can get cut out um, because uh, I mean because we're I, releasing I, on I, Wednesday. Fuck you. Because <laughs> we're because we're releasing on Wednesday. But I think I think the early part might stay in. But I think once we get into the just the real math, the fact that the most math that happens on an episode of Brute Force happens in the <laughs> outro when we're counting the number of birthdays John would have in a year if his birthday was every Thursday says something. Which is just fifty two. Yeah. If it's not a leap year. <laughs> or does it depend on when the first? You know what? If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us at Brute Forcecast on the Twitters. You can find Ray at MR Unladylike. You can find Carly at Animated Me with the E's as threes, or you could find Adam at The Adam Bash. And you could find Patrick at Patrick underscore Rankin, or you could find John at Thirsty Thursdays, <laughs> uh, also at Nudzer with the Z's instead of Z's. And at Banksy. Oh, cool. Also at Banksy. Sure. Actually, he—that's the trick, though. It's not actually at Banksy. It's at—it's at at Secret Banksy. It's at Banksy with a Z, not an S. 
<laughs> <laughs> Paul, you later. Uh, sporks are magic. Stick it on a stick. 